Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show. Thanks for being with us. Toll free, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, well, it's already a number one best-selling uh, book. Uh, it's called The Courage to be Free, Florida DeSantis. Uh, Governor, welcome back to the program. Always great to have you. Hey, thanks so much, Sean. Great to be here. You know, I I look at the state of Florida. There's a phenomenon that's happening and I think in large part, it's because of what you're saying, the courage to be free. Um, but you have states like New York, California, losing nearly a thousand residents a day. Florida is picking up about 850 new residents every single day, more than any other state in the country. And, you know, on the downside of this, when you look at presidential elections, you know, if people are moving from Wisconsin and they're conservative and Michigan and they're conservative and Pennsylvania and they're conservative and the move into Florida or the Carolinas or Texas, uh, that makes any Republican running for president, that makes that job that much harder. However, there is a reason for this mass migration, and I would argue it's about freedom uh, it's about people sick of shutdowns, they're sick of the weather, they're sick of high taxes and regulation. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that there's a, a, a lot to be said for a variety of factors. I mean, just compare New York. You and I have had this discussion before. New York has uh, two to three million fewer people than Florida, and yet New York's budget is twice the size of Florida's budget, and yet we have better infrastructure, our services are better, and our K-12 through schools perform higher So what are you getting for all the taxes that you're paying, and what are they spending this money on? Florida is also the number one state, uh, fastest-growing state, number one or one of the top states for lowest tax burden, and then one of the lowest debt burdens. And we have the biggest budget surplus we've ever had with no state income tax. So you can just see how these things go. And yet, look, the migration has always been something 
People work in New York. They get older. They move to Boca. That has been happening long before I was here. But I think what's different in the last four or five years is you've got people in the prime of their careers going from California to Florida. I never saw a Florida license plate growing up here in Florida. Then we start seeing all these Californians. A lot of Floridians were worried about how these people were going to vote. Well, I do think it turns out a lot of them liked what we were doing. But you're going 3,000 miles across the country. Yes, the taxes. Yes, the way the states run. Crime has been a huge issue because you've had Soros-backed prosecutors in many of these blue cities that haven't that have let the criminals roam free. They've attacked the police. They defunded police. And crime has gone through the roof. In Florida, our crime rates at a 50-year low. And then I do think there were a lot of COVID refugees because the restrictions that those blue states were doing were going on forever, and they just weren't sensible. And so people just had enough of it. So we're happy to, that we've been to a place people have wanted to vote with their feet on. I don't, Sean, go out and beg people to come here because it's we need more infrastructure. There's a lot of things that you got to do when that happens. And so, but it just happens organically. And the results speak for themselves. You see leftist governments driving people away, and then states that perform like Florida are where everybody's going. I've had property in Florida, as you know, for two decades, and and I can't wait to move down there myself, to be very honest. And and contractually, I have issues that keep me in New York. Um, But what I'm seeing is when I talk to people and I ask them, why are you leaving? Why are you picking up... You know, families that have lived in in Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, Pennsylvania, New York for all the all these years. Why are they leaving? They're mentioning everything that you just said. You you know, you talk about, for example, the the population similarity with New York. Um, I I'm, I can speak firsthand. The infrastructure is probably you know fifty times better down in Florida, but you you have half the budget. You have a budget surplus. And I know your buddy Gavin Newsom, who doesn't appear to like you very much, uh, he's going to be struggling with, a, what, a, a $40 billion budget deficit this year. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's that, that's a great uh, example. And uh, California had been one state that was the epitome of the American dream. They had never lost population uh, in their whole time as a state until the last four or five years. It was the place under President Reagan that people would want to go to for decades. It was the middle-class nirvana. And now those people are being pushed out of that state in record numbers. Their tax base has constricted. I think they were always arrogant about it because I think they thought, hey, our weather's so good. We've got got so much going on for us. We can govern poorly. But what are people going to do? They're never going to leave California. Well, now they are leaving California. And, yes, Texas is getting a lot, Arizona, some of the West. But the number of people we've gotten to go clear across the country in Florida is really amazing. And I'll tell you, Sean, when I talk to these folks, uh, they don't regret it. They, they, they like what, what we're doing in Florida. They appreciate it. And they feel some of the people that leave like California, they don't even feel like they can speak about any of these issues publicly because the intellectual currents are so oppressive. So then they come down here and they're like, Miami, it's a big city, but it's like I carried the county by 11%. There's a lot of like-minded people. They can speak their mind, and it's not the same as it's not received the same as if they were in Northern California. Let me talk about national elections in this sense, Um, because Florida, I think, has led the way. Um, Can anybody with any certainty say that, you know, with hanging, swinging, perforated, uh, chads that it was that 
that the 2000 election, we can say with any certainty that the exact number was 537 in terms of the victory margin for President George W. Bush. But Florida then fixed its problems. When you ran into a problem as governor in 20, you know, 16, you you dealt with that issue when you first came into office in, in 2019, uh, some of the problems that you had. And so my question to you is, in Florida, Republicans and conservatives, they have no problem voting by mail. They have no problem voting early. Uh, also, every state except Alabama has some version of legal ballot harvesting, and that takes place also in Florida based on the law and based on very stringent integrity measures. Harvesting here. Oh, you don't have ballot harvesting. Oh, yeah, no. I think that was a reform that I did after the 2020. So, yeah, when I came in in 2019, uh, one of the first things I did was I accepted the resignation of Brenda Snipes, the supervisor of Broward County, which mm-hmm. was a huge problem. We removed the Palm Beach supervisor of elections. And so we were able to get people in there that ran those elections for the 2020 election with transparency and efficiency. And it was so much better. But what we also saw in the aftermath of 2020, because you had a lot of these states, and we refused to do this in Florida, they changed the rules. They mass mailed ballots. There was a lot of ballot harvesting going on. And we didn't really um, have a lot in Florida. But I said, you know, we've got to tighten this up. So 2021, we did a big reform. We banned ballot harvesting and we banned Zuckerbucks in the state of Florida. So you can't do any of those. We have absentee ballot requests, but you as the voter have to have ID and you have to personally request it. Then they will mail it to you. But they do not. The the supervisors are not allowed in Florida to just mail a ballot to everybody. Sean, these voter rolls in places like Nevada and California, they've got people that haven't lived there for 20 years on their voter rolls and they're sending them ballots just out into the ether. So that doesn't work. So I think we did very well in 2020, but we also saw some of the pitfalls. So we did a big reform. So in 2022, uh, we really clicked on all cylinders. Uh, we have, uh, we actually now in the state government, we have an election crimes unit that can bring prosecutions in any jurisdiction. And that's really, um, I think, helped uh, deter people from wanting to do it. But the, I think the message is you should try to reform your elections uh, w- in your states by doing things like banning ballot harvesting and all that. I'm 100% for that. But not every state has done that. And so my message is just whatever the rules are, we've got to be exploiting that. We can't let the Democrats. Uh, do it. So if, if Zuckerbucks were legal, I think Republicans should do it. I don't think they should be legal, but if they are legal in a state, we've got a fight with both hands ready to go, and I don't think we should have a hand tied behind our back. You see, I, uh, that was my general point, and that that is is that around the country there is a mysterious reluctance, resistance among Republicans to even vote by mail or vote early, and in those states where Democrats. You know, they don't even campaign. They don't even debate like Katie Hobbs out in Arizona. Uh, they run they run hundreds of millions of dollars in negative ads. Uh, they hide. They don't debate. They don't shake hands. They don't uh, do selfies. They don't do town halls. They don't do press avails. Uh, they don't run on a better agenda or better ideas. Uh, but they're in the ballot harvesting business based on the law of that state. And. And it's it's shown effective and Republicans, you know, are starting these elections down in, in these other states by, you know, 700,000 to a million votes in some cases. That's not the case in Florida. 
Why haven't these other states adopted what you've done in Florida so successfully? Well, I think there's a couple things. I mean, Florida, the Republican Party of Florida was the ones that pioneered absentee voting. It used to be we would beat the Democrats in the absentee voting. They'd beat us in the early in-person voting. COVID kind of switched that uh, to where now the Democrats like the absentee. We're competitive with them on that. But then we blow them out in early in-person in an election day. Look, I think having this early voting for six weeks is a disaster in some of these states. I think they absolutely need to get rid of that or at least shorten it. Florida, we have a, a one-week one mandatory early voting. Um, I, I Look, I prefer Election Day, uh, and I would probably you know support going to just that. But I think a lot of people in Florida like it. So we tell people, guys, I'd go to my rallies. I'd say, guys, the polls are open today. You know, just go and vote. You never know what's going to happen on Election Day. You could have a flat tire. You could have a family emergency if you're going back and forth. And and you know what? The message was heard because we cleaned the Democrat clock in early in-person voting. I mean, it was a bloodbath. We also cleaned their clock on Election Day, too. But if you have votes banked going into Election Day, that there's very little uh, less uh, bad things that can happen um, on election day. You know, you saw in Arizona they had like problems with some of the the stuff in one of these lines. We are, I think, we had a candidate running for one of the cabinet, like attorney general, lost like 300 votes. Well, you know what? That may have gone the other way if you didn't have that hiccup. But if those folks would have voted early, mm-hmm. it would not have been an issue. So I, I just think whatever the rules are, we've got to go. We can all. I, I support big election integrity reform across the country. Let's do it. But in 24, a lot of that's not going to probably be done yet. So we've got to exploit the system as it is. We continue with the governor of the free state of Florida, Ron DeSantis, is with us. To me, the reason I'm a conservative is because conservative principles and policies work. We believe as conservatives in liberty. We believe in freedom. We believe in the First Amendment. We believe in the Second Amendment. We believe in our Constitution. Uh, we believe in simple things like energy independence, the lifeblood of the world's economy. We believe in, in law and order and safety security so people can pursue happiness freely. Uh, we believe that if we have laws governing our borders, they should be enforced. Uh, we believe in, in judges that believe in the Constitution and won't legislate from the bench. Uh, we believe in peace through strength. You know, very, very simple principles. You, you talk about Florida's blueprint for American revival. Isn't that pretty much all that, that the country, if it implemented those policies, would, would be winning on every front? And I think, yeah, I mean, I think if you go to, if people go to DeSantisBook.com and buy, buy the book, uh, uh, almost everything that you mentioned, we've applied uh, at the state of Florida and, and have knocked out um, a lot of the big issues. I mean, then think about it. we've also gone against kind of the, the old school D.C. Uh, Republican establishment talking points on some of this stuff. Take immigration. I came in and I banned sanctuary cities. I got the legislature to pass it. Uh, it should have been done long before, but it wasn't. So I did it. And a lot of people said you can't go after illegal immigration. You've got a lot of Latinos. We need we need the Latinos to win in Florida. And I was like, you know what? These Latinos don't want sanctuary cities. And so we did it. And I'll tell you, every single poll that the media ever put out, Hispanics approved of my policies against illegal immigration more than any other group. And then when we did the transport to Martha's Vineyard in September, the media, because some of them were Venezuelans, the media was saying the Venezuelans in Miami 
were going to punish me in the election. And yet I think I want a record with Venezuelan Americans in our in our election. And many of them thank me because they saw Maduro sending a lot of people in the United States. So the bottom line is, I think when when you're bold, uh, when you stand for what's right, when you show some courage in the face of the fire that you're going to take when you're standing for our principles, uh, you can accomplish a, a lot of great things. And think about it. The vast majority of Floridians think this country is on the wrong track, but they think Florida is on the right track. You think those would go in the same direction because obviously we're part of the country, but they see the difference between a government that's representing their values. And I like to think a leader like me who's willing uh, to stand for them versus what we have in D.C., uh, which is just ignoring all those principles you just outlined and seemingly never standing up for the hardworking people of this country. All right, quick break. We'll come right back more with Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. His new book is out, The Courage to be Free, Florida's Blueprint for American Revival. Uh, Amazon.com, Hannity.com, bookstores everywhere as we continue. America with the absolute truth. How has the left's agenda worked out for you? John Hannity is on right now. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation, without the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it, 
Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner's proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to Burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink, under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking, patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with precious metals like gold and silver. And guess what? Sean Hannity is doing the same. He's been purchasing precious metals like gold and silver from the top-rated company, GoldCo. GoldCo is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. And they've placed over $2 billion in precious metal sales for people just like you. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. That's right, up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So if you're looking to diversify your savings, visit HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver, so don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com. That's HannityGold.com. We continue. Governor Ron DeSantis, the great state of uh, Florida, with us. His new book is out. It's The Courage to be Free, Florida's Blueprint for American Revival. It's on Amazon.com, Hannity.com, bookstores all across the country now. Uh, Number one bestseller from day one. Um, Let me ask you the, the, the question about the direction of the country. How do we reconcile with maybe, is it 40% of the country that believes 
in defund, dismantle, no bail laws. I don't know what percentage. Uh, Americans are watching the chaos at our border. Over 5 million illegal immigrants last year. Uh, nobody seems to like it. People see the fentanyl problem, the opioid problem, the heroin problem, the impact it's having on our youth in this country. Uh, we see, you know, record high prices for, for gasoline, for diesel, for heating and cooling our homes. Uh, every item we buy and every store we go to costs more. And it seems to all, you know, trickle down from this, this ideology, this philosophy that America must go green, even though we don't have the, the technology that would replace the lifeblood of our economy, which is fossil fuels. And unless and until that day comes, you know, we have more natural resources than any other country in the world. Well, it's a total no brainer. I mean, we should be. Uh, exploiting all of our oil and gas, building more pipelines, uh, streamlining the ability for these companies to produce is better for our economy, is better for our national security, and better for the pocketbooks of Americans. But, you know, Sean, I think like sometimes like people are pessimistic about what's going on in the country, and I, and I am too, uh, understandably, and, and it's frustrating. But I think what we've shown in Florida is, you know, I came into office winning by 32,000 votes. I set out and did four years of an agenda along the lines of all the things you just mentioned, uh, fighting the left at, at every single turn. And we turned a 32,000 vote victory margin into a 1.5 million victory vote margin. Uh, that, that's a little bit of a different margin from the first time that you ran, that's for sure. Is what, and what happened, um, uh, Sean, I'm down... In, in Miami-Dade, for example, 2.8 million people, largest county in Florida, bigger than a number of states in our country in terms of population, 70% Latino. It had voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016 by 30 percentage points. I lost it four years ago when I was running, and yet I was able to not only be the first Republican in a generation to win it, but I won it by double digits. And the reason we were able to do that is because we were able to win votes from people who had not necessarily voted Republican in the past, but we were standing for the things that had the most residents in their lives. And I do think this whole woke ideology that we've been fighting about in Florida, we say Florida's where woke goes to die, you know, that resonates with blue collar people. Because think about it, you'll have some, some crazy leftists trying to tell us that like a man can get pregnant. And you go, how, what, what does some construction worker think about that? I mean, I think it's crazy. And so we fought the woke at every turn. And I think we were representing the values of so many people that were not necessarily traditional Republican voters. So do I think that there's a, a, a strong majority in this country that wants to fight wokeness, that, that wants to be energy independent, that wants safe streets and to stand up for the police and the whole nine yards? I do think that there's a majority for that. I've watched um, and and I've had you on both radio and TV talking about a number of issues when they come up. For example, I, I watched how you handled covid, which was very different than the rest of the country. And and frankly, the results speak for themselves. I, I've watched you stand up to that woke agenda. Uh, I've watched you, for example, on the Parental Rights and Education Act. Uh, your critics called it the don't say gay bill, but the word gay was never in the bill. And all it did was prohibit instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity from kindergarten through third grade. That's all that was in the bill. Um, I watched attacks 
and and people even going as far as you know inferring that you are racist because you looked at the tenets of CRT, the elements of I, I don't even use the pejorative uh, for for gays and lesbians that begins with a Q theory. Um, I don't even want to use that word. And that was all in the curriculum. That was part of the curriculum. And you say, no, that's not going to be taught in Florida schools. And then in come the the predictable attacks from the left with money from outside the state of Florida. So far, I, I think you've been able to handle every attack really well, but they're out there. And, and certainly people are, are gunning for you because of the things you're standing up for. Well, I'll tell you, Sean, so you mentioned that AP course where they were jamming basically neo-Marxism into it. It doesn't satisfy Florida standards. I mean, our standards are you're going to get an education here. You're not getting the ideological indoctrination that the left is trying to put into our schools. And so we've got to fight these fights. And um, But you know, we were the only state that formally objected uh, to that course. I don't think we were the only state that actually objected, in fact, we were the only ones to go public. Why? Because you know the minute that you do that, they are going to call you names. Uh, they're going to say you're a racist and this and that. But as Republicans and as conservatives, we cannot let the left demagogue us into not doing the right thing. So just because they may call you a bad name, that's not a reason for you to shirk from your responsibility to stand up for what's right. So we understand we get incoming on all this stuff, but I think what's happened is because the media has overshot so many times when they go after me or Florida, that, that people, they, they're skeptical when the media starts ginning this stuff up because they usually know they're not getting the whole story. And I think on the AP thing, you know, we, I had some of my, the biggest critics on the left in Florida even acknowledge the governor was right on this. You know, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be doing, you know, this garbage. It was not good education. It was basically neo-Marxist indoctrination. I know I have to ask you the question. I know the answer because everybody's asked you already. Um, are you thinking about a potential run in 2024? And so it's interesting because last year, you know, I get asked this all the time, and I have a lot of supporters around the country, like, telling me, you know, you, know, you need to do it. And I made the point, look, I'm proud of what I've done in Florida, but I'm running. I got this campaign, and I got to get vindication from the voters. And so we really weren't thinking about anything uh, except going running through the tape. And so now that we're on the other side of that election, of course, I did so well. A lot of people, you know, are asking. And so we, we were definitely listening to people. But I also have uh, a legislative session coming up. We have now super majorities in the Florida legislature. So I've got the next three months where we're going to be able to put a lot of points on the board for the people of Florida. And so I'm going to be focused on doing that. We are going to be talking about this book, you know, for this week and, and maybe sometime next because I think it's a good message, but that's what we'll be doing. Then when we get on the other side of that, uh, then we'll be in a position, we'll be able to make an assessment and make some decisions. All right, the book is now number one on Amazon. It's on number one on, on every website that sells books. It's called The Courage to be Free, Florida's Blueprint for American Revival uh, by Governor Ron DeSantis. It's on Hannity.com, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, bookstores all across the country. Uh, I think every state can learn a lot about how to run their states more efficiently. And, yes, The Courage to be Free if Americans learn that, I think we can return to American greatness once again. 
which would be uh, an amazing task, especially in light of the current administration. Uh, Governor, we always appreciate your time. Thank you, as always. I think I'll see you in Florida sometime in the next couple of weeks um, when your legislative session is going on. And we always appreciate you coming on the program. All right. Godspeed, my man. Take care. 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. When fake news gives you lies, Hannity supplies the truth. Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, let's get to our busy phones. Uh, many of you have been very patient here. We have a liberal from California, uh, David. David, how are you? Glad you called. Why do you think, David, as a liberal, that for the first time in California history, you are having a massive net loss in terms of population? In other words, for 170 some odd years, you know, the population of California was rising. Now you're losing close to a thousand residents a day moving out of the state. Why do you think that is? Well, as a native uh, Los Angelino, I'm happy. We could use fewer people. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> you want, well, what are you going to do with the fact that now Gavin Newsom, your wonderful governor, has accumulated a, what, $40 billion budget uh, deficit? Uh, that means the ones that remain, like you, you're going to have to end up paying that. I'm pretty sure it'll, it'll all work out in the in in the end. We've had big budget deficits before. They they also have a big surplus right now at the same time. So, you know the, the no, they don't they don't have a surplus. They have a twenty five billion dollar budget deficit that's expected to go to forty or fifty billion by the end of the year. Yeah, we've had them before, and uh, that's the way uh, uh, capitalism works: boom and bust. Uh, but I wanted to talk about how you said we can't believe our government. And, and as a liberal, I agree with you. We cannot always agree with that. We can't. Our government's going to lie to us sometimes. But my question is, would you agree that sometimes the government and, and regular people have to lie? Like like the they think they have a good reason, like the government may have a secret weapon or war plans they don't know. Oh, I mean, I don't think we should reveal our military secrets. Right. Um, I don't think we should reveal intelligence that we gather on, on enemy countries. Right. Um, I think, you know, every government has to have, you know, some secrecy in that regard, of course. Yes, and I myself have lied when I felt there's a, a good reason. No, you don't look fat in that dress. And, and you Fox News hosts, you knew that. By the by, the by the way, you know, <laughs> you're not allowed to. I didn't think. I thought the the f word that you used. Anyway. I thought that word was banned. I think we have to use the word chubby now. You knew the election wasn't stolen from Trump, and you guys lied about it anyway because you felt you had a good reason. No, if you listen to what I said on the air every day, what did I talk about? Let me remind you. I talked about laws being violated. Partisan observers, for example, most states have laws that partisan observers get to watch the vote count from start to finish. Uh, in 2020, they were 100 feet back. They were 1,000 feet back. They There was no accommodation to uphold the law that allows partisan observers to observe. Uh, I made the case about Pennsylvania's Constitution being violated because the Constitution in Pennsylvania, it specifies in great detail all, the only people that can vote by mail. Now, instead of going through the arduous process of 
getting a constitutional amendment, state legislators decided they just would pass a law. Well, that's not how you amend the Constitution by passing a law. So they went the unconstitutional route. Now, the you know, a lot of courts didn't want to take up these cases, but I'm just telling you the truth. In the case of Wisconsin, the chief justice of the Wisconsin Supreme Court, that was a 3-4 case that was lost um, on the conservative side, but an excoriating uh dissent that was was laid out by the chief justice saying that the rest of the justices the four justices on this court are ignoring the laws of wisconsin and if they continue to do so this will continue to happen so i focused on those things and i was very very specific you know you're asking me whether or not i talked about other topics i did not those were not arguments that were being made on this show I'm asking you if you all knew that the election wasn't stolen from Trump and yet you no, no 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 you're not listening to what I'm saying. I said I had problems that there were integrity issues and I just spelled out what the integrity issues were. You know, let me give you an example. Uh the Supreme Court made a decision in 2000 Bush v. Gore that George W. Bush they stopped the counting 537 votes was the margin of victory and he became the president. Do you think that number, 537, do you think that number is absolutely positively beyond any shadow of a doubt the the likely right number of vote differences between Bush and Gore? Absolutely not, because I believe it was Time magazine and a university or somebody uh, finished the vote unofficially a year later, and Al Gore actually had more votes than george w bush did you can look that up so the other thing that i brought up is you i know democrats like whistleblowers there were thousands of people that signed affidavits talking about voting irregularities uh and yet nobody wanted to pay any attention to them i would call them whistleblowers yes sir those are under the threat of perjury they signed affidavits and nobody paid any attention to them i think we should have Yes, sir. Every election has voter irregularities. Sorry, I'm having No, irregularities. You're right. But but I got to go. I appreciate the call. Thank you for being with us. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I wanna confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. 
Listen to Rappaport's reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.